You're listening to the Highbridge Podcast, celebrating the people, places, and history of the Highbridge area in Sedgemoor. And welcome along to another edition of the Highbridge Podcast, celebrating the history, people, and places in the Highbridge Sedgemoor area of Somerset. This season is funded by SEED, which is a consortium of community organisations in Sedgemoor, comprising of Bridgewater Senior Citizens Forum, Bridgewater Town Council, Community Council for Somerset Homes in Sedgemoor, Somerset Film and Young Somerset, which is funded and supported by Arts Council England, Creative People in Places, Lottery Funding and the Arts Council. To start off with, I'd just like to mention some of the events that I'm aware of happening around Highbridge for the Queen's Jubilee during the four days in June. On Thursday the 2nd of June at 1.30pm, the town crier will read the proclamation in Highbridge to announce the evening lighting of a beacon at St John's Church. Also on Thursday, a picnic and performance by Highbridge Youth Theatre will be held at St John's Church Hall, Church Street, Highbridge, 12.30 until 3pm and again on Thursday the lighting of the beacons which will take place at St John's Church Highbridge with a choir at 9.30pm. Saturday the 4th of June a Right Royal Jubilee Jam. This will be held at Morling Community Hub in Highbridge. This family event will run from 12pm until 5pm with street art, a DJ Punch and Judy, a magician and children's tea party. And also, part of the packed Saturday programme, a Jubilee Sports Day. Demonstrations from the local sports and recreation groups will be held at 10am until 2pm with coaches versus under-16s football match at 2pm at Highbridge Recreation Ground next to Southwell House. Also on Saturday, a famous strawberry tea which will be held at 3pm until 5pm at Hope Baptist Church in Church Street, Highbridge. Also on the Saturday, a Right Royal Rave-Up will feature outdoor live music from seven decades between 5pm and 10pm in Market Street and Southwell House. Worth a mention, even though it's in Burnham, is on Saturday the 4th of June, connected with Highbridge, a display of Royal Memorabilia will be held by Burnham-on-Sea Heritage Group at the Town Council Chambers in Jaycroft Road from 10.30am until 4pm. This will include photos of the Queen's visit to Highbridge Radio Station, which was known as Radio Portershead, which provided worldwide maritime communications from 1928 until the year 2000. Hear more about this radio station in another future episode from this podcast. Moving on to Sunday, on the 5th of June at 10am, Jubilee Church service followed by Fizz at St John's Church. And Sunday Jubilee Craft Market with activities for all the family at Market Street and Southwell Gardens in Highbridge from 10am until 2pm. And finally on Sunday, Seniors Jubilee Tea Party, 4pm until 6pm. It is advised that you book in advance for this free event, which will take place at the Highbridge Community Hall in Market Street, Highbridge. If you want to know any more about the details of any of these events, then please email ourhighbridge at gmail.com. That's ourhighbridge at gmail.com. And now on to our featured interview. 
In this episode, we're talking to Selina Keedwell from Somerset Youth Theatre, CIC, and find out exactly what they do and why. Do listen to the end of the interview if you need to find out how to contact them and more details. So, Selina, Somerset Youth Theatre is a CIC that is trying to get younger people to engage with theatre and, and empower them to be who they are. How does that work in an area like this? To be honest with you, Mel, I, I do struggle with the word theatre because I think it is instantly elitist and it gives us perceptions of a stage, lovey, darling, you know, all of this kind of... And that, that's totally not what we're about. It's creativity, it's art. I believe everyone is an artist. I believe that we all have that within us. And so it's about play and it's about empowering voices. Um, we work with uh, schools, we work with our artist contacts, with the people that we know within the community. We look at events that are already taking place and how we can kind of weave activity into that. So, for example, the Queen's Jubilee, we're really keen to work with the work of our High Bridge, of um, King Alfred School, of Churchill School, of all of the things that are happening already. You, you mentioned about when you were younger, yeah. living in Highbridge, yeah. and you found it boring, but the youngsters nowadays are making their own way? Yeah, well, I don't think they're bored at youth theatre at all, yeah. They're definitely... Um, I think it's important that it's accessible. The way that the youngsters interact with the world now and the way they perceive it compared to how you were when you lived in Highbridge, obviously there's a perception of, about what Highbridge was, and what I'm trying to recapture is is because of your work with young people, is how young people see Highbridge compared to perhaps the older generation that see it as it was, mm. but don't necessarily see what it has now or don't see that it's changing into something. Mm. Have you found that their view of Highbridge is quite quite a lot different to to looking backwards almost? They're dragging it forward, but feeling as though they're not allowed to, if you know what I mean. Like, the world is so much bigger to them, isn't it? They, they live in Highbridge and they exist in Highbridge, but especially the teenagers, they obviously access stuff online so much more. So maybe they don't feel as um, connected in the way that we did. Like, th their towns aren't as small as they were when we were kids because they can, they can instantly go online and look at something or they can go on TikTok or they can look at a YouTube video. So that stuff is then maybe widening their view of their town because they they apply that to their lives. So when you're doing the improv, the, the stuff that comes forward, mm -hmm. there must be stuff that comes out that they throw out that you either think, oh, that was like what it was for me, or that was never like that when I was, when I was their age. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of, well, there's a lot of the same stuff. So there's lots of talk about bullying. There's lots of talk about feeling like they can't be who they want to be in their, in their school setting. I think they're incredibly frustrated in school is what they're kind of communicating in, in the room. So there's a, you know, there's universal kind of truths that are still going on in, in the generations. But they, they do feel very connected. I mean, they're, they're communicating with their friends online a lot more. What sort of memories have you got when you were younger and you were 
in and hanging around Highbridge? What sort of things did you get up to? Where, what did you do that we can talk about that was either <laughs> that was fun or like, was just looking back was really silly? Do you know but... what? An absolute lifeline for me, Isabel Morgan, if you're listening, and I'm sure everyone knows Mrs Morgan from King Alfred School. She was an absolute... She was very inspirational. <laughs> She'd probably cringe if she can hear me saying this. But um, I always wanted to... I was always incredibly ambitious, I suppose. I wanted to be an actor from as far back as I can remember. And I was always told to get a proper job, get a proper job, what are you doing? Um, but I did anyway. But, you know, I didn't, I didn't, I was, I didn't. I, I, I left home at a very young age. I, um, I lived in a bed sit. I worked on holiday parks. I had a really hard graft, actually. I think that... I didn't understand how to make things happen because I'd grown up in this very small town and I felt like, how do I do what I want to do? Because I didn't see that around me because it was such a small coastal town. And I think it's, it's hard when you're a kid and a teenager to get perception of what is possible and what's achievable compared to if you live in London and it's just, you know, the, it's such a bigger world for you. I think that a lifeline for me was doing school plays. It was, it was school plays. It was that, you know, the extracurricular kind of stuff that was going on where I found my tribe, my tribe of weirdos. <laughs> you know, you could wear your flared trousers and your rubbish trainers and it didn't matter. Um, and I think it's really important that young people have that. And I suppose that's a lot of what drives the work that we do. Um, and when, when I say a safe place is, you know, whatever your quirkiness is, however your brain works, that you're accepted in that space and you don't feel like you have to conform. I've got so much respect for teachers because they are the people who provide that for young people. And obviously we, we do in a youth theatre setting and, and, you know, I know that there's a lot of brilliant work going on. Create You, for example, with their arts workshops and things that they do. You know, there's lots of people in these towns, in Highbridge and Burnham, who give so much of their time to providing amazing experiences for young people in the community. And it's, it's, you have to have a passion for that. Like, you have to really want to make change or, you know, positive change um, and want to support communities to, you know, ultimately it's about mental health and wellbeing, right? It's about, uh, my God, what, just what we've all been through it has been insane, completely insane. Absolutely. And the arts, in my opinion, the arts, music, um, you know, visual arts, making, doing, being out with nature, that's, I feel, what's going to get us through, the cultural activity, the, the, commu the bringing the community together through those events. And I don't remember, apart from Carnival, which is amazing, I don't remember a lot of that when I was a kid. So I think that Highbridge and Burnham have really come along in that respect. That maybe it's just because I'm an adult and I know more about it. But there's a lot for a small town, for small towns, there's a lot going on mm. that can support people's mental health and well-being. And people who feel, you know, those barriers that stop you from leaving your house and being a part of it, and it's so much less scary once you're there than it feels when you're at home on your own thinking about it. Like, 
being brave and just going and trying that knitting group or, you know, going to the book reading or whatever, that's where, like, you will find your tribe. You'll, you'll find those people. Um, so, you know, isolation, be that for teenagers or adults, is just such a, a huge uh, challenge at the moment, I think, coming out of COVID. Um, and it's what's going to bring us back together and, and keep us well in my opinion. It, it's, it's one of those things I think people forget what it's like to be young and to be so scared of just going along to somewhere new yeah. uh, and having the experience of, I'll, I'll just go, and when you're an adult, yeah. you go, we'll just go in and say yeah. hello. And we have emails from parents, you know, who, oh, they're so scared and, and, and honestly, when they come through the door, they might be scared for about 10 minutes and then they're fine. And my God, they li- that's what I absolutely love about what I do is seeing a young person turn up on that week one, making it through the door, feeling like I'm not good enough, everyone else is better than me, um, you know, I, I, I can't get on stage, I can't perform, and then seeing them a few weeks down the line, it's just, it, it's what it's all about. Absolutely love that stuff. And um, within that, I mean, every young person, like, there might be kind of perceived barriers, but we work really hard to to break those barriers down, be that, you know, neurodiversity or physical disability. We work really hard as a CIC, um, money, finances, whatever that is, we work really hard to make sure that everyone is welcome in that room and is supported and is nurtured and has space to grow. Um, and it's just the most amazing thing when you then see that young person, you know, won't shut up and won't, won't stop performing. And it's like, oh, is the time up already? You know, all of that is just brilliant. So the future, what's coming up? What, what's coming up immediately? And, and where, where do you see Somerset Youth Theatre? Yeah, so we've got loads of activity um, over the next few months as Somerset Youth Theatre as a whole, because obviously there's the Queen's Jubilee this year. So um, in Highbridge, we're working with um, the Princess Theatre and our Highbridge and community groups, um, the Bluebirds, um, Jackie Clementines, they're both Somerset artists. So we're hatching a master plan, which will involve um, a queen puppet and um, lots of little queen puppets, we hope. yeah, so that's that's for the younger ones. And then, as I said, we've got the film with the company, which we're really excited about. We're doing stuff in Taunton, outside uh, in Somerset Square, outside the brew house. Um, we've got a load of activity with schools in Taunton, um, with workshops happening with artists over there. Uh, uh, Shepton Mallet have an outdoor performance with Tall Tales Theatre, who facilitate the group over there. We work with the Octagon Theatre in Yeovil, um, and they're working towards something in the summer as well, and then over in Langport. But most importantly is that we we look after the young people and we look after the staff and we make sure that as a CIC we retain what we're about and we, we understand the county and the communities that we're working with and that they're leading, they're driving the work forward and we're kind of managing that. So if people want to find out more about what you do or want to become involved or want to offer a support yeah. what's the best way they can get to you guys 
Yeah, well, we, our website's under development at the moment, um, so they can email us at somersetyouththeatre at gmail.com. And we're also on Facebook as Somerset Youth Theatre. Um, you can book through Wassail Theatre's website because they, we work closely with Wassail Theatre, who produce professional work around Somerset. Um, they're brilliant. If you haven't seen any of their performances, check them out. And also Seed Sedgemoor for Highbridge. We've got a handful of places left at Youth Theatre Group and Youth Theatre Company. Um, so you can contact us in any of those ways to book for those places. And like I say, we, the, the young people who feel they're not good enough or they're scared, um, those are the young people we want. <laughs> we want the young people who don't believe in themselves but secretly would love to do it. Parents, push them our way, because that's who we want. You know, that's we want to make change for young people. We want to support their mental health and well-being. Um, you know, there, there are... So, we we recognise and understand the position young people are in at the moment because we're working with them on a daily basis. Um, and so we, we are very experienced in supporting those young people in the spaces. One final question. Do, do the younger generation know about the history of the place? Do they, do, do they have any, are they interested at all? Or, or is it something they just go, that was then, we're, we're now and that's more important? No, I don't think they do know a lot about the history of it. It's, it's hard for them to get perspective um, about wider world issues. So our revolting piece, you know, we ask them what they're revolted about, what, you know, you know, the, not to get political, but Partygate, you know, they don't know about it. And so I think their, their worlds are, are quite small and... Um, it's, it's brilliant that we have those discussions, as we always have discussions about where we've come from and where we want to go. But no, there's not a lot about knowledge of the history of Highbridge and Burnham. And it's something in our piece with the company that we definitely would like to look... This is why we're looking for a, 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 a shop or an unused space um, that we can find... Um, either a real history or made-up history or a mix of both that will be rich in story. Well, I wish you every success with all the projects and I look forward to hearing and seeing them pop up throughout Highbridge and Somerset area. Thanks, Mel. And thanks there to Selina Keedwell from Somerset Youth Theatre. And we'll be back with another edition of the Highbridge podcast after the Queen's Platinum Jubilee celebrations, where, as I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast, it has a packed programme of events. The Highbridge podcast, available on many popular podcast directories, Distributed as the Highbridge Podcast on Apple iTunes, Spotify, Podcast Google, Amazon Music and TuneIn.com. It can also be found at SedgemoreMedia.com and is hosted and found at HighbridgePodcast.Transistor.fm. Also available on your smart speakers. Just say the wait word to the speaker and say clearly, play the Highbridge Podcast. Podcast.